Right, what's up guys welcome to this episode of the g team podcast the g team is a group of young people dedicated to providing people with the knowledge to make the most of their life sharing practical ways to maximize productivity and offering support to those who need it to create a more fulfilled life my name is peter and i'm olu and we're your hosts for this podcast thanks for tuning in and i hope you enjoy listening welcome back everyone to the g team podcast and today we're talking about stress particularly exam stress um a topic that's very prevalent amongst all students, of course, of many ages. Um, and yeah, today we're talking about how we're going to deal with it, uh, what we personally do to de-stress, uh, and what other factors come into play to deal with it. How you guys doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah, I'm doing alright as well, thank you. Yeah, uh, no exams for you guys, just for me, so um, I guess it's a lot of personal stories for me today. Not much, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it hits home this, this season, you know. Yeah, nah, even, even not doing exams this year, I still feel the burden of exams. I understand how painful and stressful they really are. When you hit the, uh, when you start in a job, you kind of have other stresses as well, other deadlines and pressures as well that feel almost similar to exam pressure. So, yeah, it never stops. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but what's that like then? What would you say is different? Is it different to exam stress? Is it worse? Is it better? Um, I guess with exam stress, you have the the safety net of retakes, um, and uh, remarks, all that kind of stuff. Whereas at work, it's not. It's not as um. It's not as direct. It's not as um yeah direct with uh what the the kind of uh if you if you fail to meet the deadline what happens and stuff because it affects your business um uh so uh yeah it can it can be bad if you continually miss deadlines then obviously you might find yourself out of a job um just like if you continually miss exams or fail exams you'll probably be get kicked out of the uni so <laughs> i it's yeah somewhat similar i guess but there's something's different about it yeah, I was going to say for me, like, it's interesting not having exams this year. I would still say I feel probably a very similar amount of stress within the year. I feel like we just make stress relative to what we're experiencing, if that makes sense. So if you're going through exam periods, that's your biggest stress. And like, obviously, that's what you're going to stress about. Whereas like, if you're like trying to run a business or if you're at work, then that's your stress. We adapt to it very quickly. But like it almost feels the exact same because we have those like limits on all right this is really really stressful and this is normal and we always operate within this so i feel like exams like i don't know it, it's very similar we always have that stress i don't know if that makes sense yeah i mean uh, I, I can't remember the last time uh i was stress-free to be honest uh i think uh <laughs> Ever since it's been it's been about a year and a half running, but hey, it's a good thing, you know. They say uh they say with stress comes uh comes good things, you know, if you're not stressing enough, you're not working enough. So um yeah, it's a good it's a good part. I think there's there's good stress, there's also bad stress. Um it's about prioritizing that. Prioritizing the uh, the good stress. So but yeah, so how do you guys how have you guys been coping with this in particular? Oh, I don't know. Um, 
I feel like at work you've kind of got an off switch as soon as the day's over, which is quite, like, it's quite useful um, being able to say, okay, at five o'clock or whatever time you finish, uh, I'm out of here, I can switch everything off. And that actually becomes a, a really important skill to, like, get good at, is when you leave work, leave everything that's stressing you at work and pick up in the morning. And I think I'm getting better at it over the years because um, I've had a few deadlines at work, um, uh, important uh, re regarding like sales and stuff, which me means it's very important to the business um, success. And um, and yeah, uh, I leave work and I'm still thinking about it, and I'm thinking about how to tackle it when I go back to work. But really, I should just <laughs> switch off because otherwise, it's just gonna pile up on me and uh, I'd probably end up burning myself out or having a breakdown of some sorts but yeah I think I'm getting better at it I think I've yeah learned to switch off as soon as I uh, clock out <laughs> well I mean I, I literally clock out because I have to lock, clock out of my work day and then yeah as soon as that laptop's off finished I'm done uh, and I usually end up going to like the gym in the evenings after work so that's a really good like way just to take my mind off off work um so yeah that's what I like to do or do, or do something else after work I'll just go and do something else learn some Spanish maybe read a book um play some games maybe just take my mind away from it yeah that's really cool I think um, yeah well I, I know for students as well it's the same thing where you know they constantly have work I guess they don't have a 9 to 5 but they they, they, they still have you know lectures during the day and whatnot. Um, um, something that I found hard I guess is, is, is making time for my other goals as well outside of my studies um, and in some ways I found that neglecting that has given me less energy because you think oh, after this long day I've done so much uh, studying and working and you're too tired to do other stuff but I think uh, I've been trying to just force myself to do other things that I know are good for me you know whether that's exercise or whether it's uh, self-development so reading books or watching something that uh, is, is is educational um, yeah like like counterintuitively it's actually giving me more energy than I thought just because I think it's uh it's stuff that feeds your soul and it's stuff that you know that you need to be doing uh, and actually gives you more energy as well so Absolutely. that's something that I've, I've been thinking about a lot is uh, thinking a lot about the uh, intrinsic value that you're getting out of the, uh, the activities that you're doing both inside your, your general work whether that's you know uh education at uni or your day job and then your hobbies as well so yeah no interesting i mean to be honest for me i'm, I'm quite the opposite in the sense that because i'm working on my own business and i'm working from home and there's always stuff to do i don't really have like these are the hours in which i work this is the set time this is a set routine it is literally whenever when wherever there's work to do then I'm usually doing it um, and 
being able to switch off and like find time for myself and things like that has, is is very very difficult when I know that there's something else that I could be doing um, it's it's hard but this this year at the start of the year I've actually been focusing more on actually building a better routine for myself so I mean like Adnan to be honest Adnan I feel like all, all like self-care activities or whatever are pretty much the same I also try to learn Spanish I go to the gym I'll read books like these these things that I'm actually building in my routine I'll set aside time for them now which has been a huge difference for me like if I say oh I need to exercise more that's one thing but putting it in my routine or like playing guitar or whatever it is once I have it in my routine, I no longer feel bad when I'm doing it because I know that this time is scheduled directly for me to be doing this. And that makes a huge difference for me. Because like usually if I'm working and then I decide, oh, you know what it is, I want to play guitar. I'm thinking in my head the entire time, oh, I need to do this work. I need to do that. I need to do that. But if I know I'm allowed to do this, if I give myself that freedom, then it really feels like I'm getting a break that makes sense yeah yeah i agree um schedule has literally been one of the most clutch things um of all time at least for me as well i think i think during uh exam period well i'm trying to get back to it but there was a time where i uh, I, I consistently woke up at uh, 5 30 a.m um yeah first it started off because my sleep schedule was so messed up that i just uh ended up waking up at 5 30 a.m but I thought, no, let's just keep this up um yeah and you uh you schedule your, I guess, heaviest tasks early in the morning when you have the uh, the most mental capacity, um, and then yeah, for your hobbies and your business pursuits after you've done your main bulk of work, um, uh, yeah, and, uh, and I guess it's, it's like writing down your goals just means that you know, okay, exactly, this is the, the time that I need to do this, this time I need to work, this is the time I can chill or work on my other crafts. And yeah, like you said, you don't feel bad doing something that really and truly you should be, you should be doing anyways because it's um yeah it's stuff that you enjoy and it's stuff that will actually give you energy and can be beneficial for you financially as well. Yeah, I mean it comes into the psychological needs as as well of like you need certain things within your life and if you don't have them then you can't function properly. Things like like it sounds stupid, but like the right amount of food, the right amount of water, sleep, seeing certain people, these are all things that we need, but we reject, especially during exam time, because we're so single-minded on focus, study, 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 study. Like, how many people actually make time for themselves to go to the gym, to go out with their friends during the exam time? Like, bro, it's almost unheard of. It sounds stupid because it's like, no, you need to be studying then. But it literally, it's counterproductive. Yeah, I think um, exam period for, for students is when, I guess they just uh, throw their life out the window and then they sacrifice it all for uh, the exams. I think I, think, I, think I, I go to the library and uh, I'm seeing people, you know, sleeping there. They've got a whole blanket there. Um, some people even have toothbrushes, they brush their teeth there. So it's they must spend, I guess, at least 24 hours in the library. So it's pretty insane. I don't think you see it this anywhere outside the in the real world you know it's just quite crazy mm. um it's kind of a yeah right yeah 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 no i'm, I'm sure you guys have seen very similar things as well um yeah but i, I guess we're being um 
it, being at Loughborough, obviously it's a very sport orientated uni. It's, it's not too much of a, a, a problem. I think people, students here, they still prioritize the, the health or at least the, the exercise. Um, <laughs> yeah, exercise. I mean, yeah, only because they've got like other competitions and things coming up where it's like they have to prioritize the exercise. Exactly. So um, they have to prioritize it, I guess, by that they have no choice. Um, but for, 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 for regular folks, um, yeah, we should, uh, we, should, we should also prioritize that as well. And we have to force ourselves to also prioritize it because it's one of the, uh, the, the best natural things that you can do um, as, a, as a human to, to yeah. really stress. I was going to say, I was reading up on it. Oh, sorry. Go for it. You talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Um, generally speaking, I I'm probably one of those people who um, even during um, the uh, exam crunch time or deadline crunch time, I always make time for like the things that ensure that I don't lose my head, basically, because um, because I think for me routine is like fundamental i haven't got the best routine really in the world but i have to have some sort of routine otherwise i really i feel like i don't get anything done so during exam season i always maintain the same routine that i or maybe tweak it a little bit that i had before which is the fundamentals of getting enough sleep um and basically hitting the gym playing some sports basically leisure time uh, and you could call it playtime stuff to take you away from work because that's really important to have that work and play balance. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I'd say I'm pretty similar to Adnan where exam time comes around and I swear it's actually the most chill time of the year for me. And I know there's people who are going to hate that where it's like they're in the library 24 hours a day. But for me, it's like, you do all the work before exam time comes around. <laughs> exam time is like polishing time. It's like cleaning up, making sure everything's in order. It's not time to learn the content. You know what I mean? Like those are the people yeah. <laughs> who stay in the library twenty four hours. Like when it comes to exam time, most people that I know that like do well in exams, they are consistent throughout the entire year. It's not last minute study because like many studies will show as well like how how ineffective cramming can be when it comes to exams like apparently studying the night before can be effective but at the same time you're not going to remember everything you're not going to have that depth of knowledge so that's what that's built over the many hours throughout the year and if you can do that successfully when it comes to exams you feel a lot more relaxed as well that's why like for me exam times it's like I, i'm chilling here i don't have any lectures i have like one exam every like two three days or something like that which gives me enough time to perfect prepare for each individual one so you know like i, I much prefer that i've never pulled an all-nighter for an exam i don't know about you guys i um yeah i have uh, a couple times um interestingly the account <laughs> accounting module in year one in first year i did an all-night for that because it was like it was the only exam which i or the only module which i hadn't done the good prep like decent preparation uh, beforehand for because it was a non-engineering related module so I really didn't like have much care for it I just wanted to pass um, and it was first year um, 
but <laughs> so so that that I've done yeah I've done that and I've done it for a couple of deadlines as well where um I've yeah I've been caught behind and I I I actually have to do it all night just to get ahead um uh, so yeah I, I've fallen into that trap a few times but generally speaking I think yeah generally on top of things um and i don't let it become a cramming session when exam season uh arrives yeah i mean i was gonna say as well as a disclaimer this it's different for me because i actually enjoy what i study if i didn't enjoy what i studied then i can completely see why i would procrastinate until the exam day and then like you have to pull all night as then that's a very different situation. But for someone who's actually interested in the work and like I'm genuinely motivated throughout the year to do well, then for me it it's it makes the most logical sense not to stress myself out during exam time, you know. And like I I would like to achieve my basic psychological needs of sleep and feeling healthy and seeing people. So for that reason, I try to balance my life throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I think, um, well, regarding all nighters and stuff, it's, uh, I think, especially in the, in the in the student environment, it's something that's just heavily normalized. I think that's why it's, it's almost uh, glorified doing all nighters. Um, especially, you're not going to be the only person doing it, but yeah, if you can't avoid <laughs> yeah. it. Obviously, I don't, but uh, obviously, yeah, I do avoid them. Um, and uh, yeah, coming from the perspective of someone who who doesn't have much passion for their own course, um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I say for me, I think uh, I, I still do want to do well, but it's more of a case of uh, sure I may not enjoy this, but regardless, uh, what I'm studying does open up avenues for um, potential other things that I want to do. Um, whether that's you know simply for the, for the for the cause of raising capital to fund my other dreams, um, or uh, I think I was talking to my husband about this as well. Is is, is getting links to um, just other people who are obviously highly motivated uh, in their work and talking to them <coughs> is, is always uh, is always a, a huge motivator for me, um, even if they they work in a, an industry that I'm not particularly interested in, but simply their mindset is something that, um, you know, I'm interested in, especially people who are similar to my age. So that's why I've been more motivated to apply for things like grad schemes um, during this period, even if it's in jobs that, uh, you know, wouldn't be my first pick. But for me, again, yeah, thinking about, thinking about what's most important to me. And, and one of those things is connecting with very intelligent, very hardworking people who uh, can motivate me to do very cool things. I mean, it's interesting how you link your other goals directly towards your studies and like use that to motivate you because your studies themselves don't actually motivate you, which makes perfect sense because it's like, well, I mean, what the hell else are you going to do? If you're not motivated by your, your studies, there's so much to get through. There's always so much to do. Like, you need some driving force. And if it's not passion for the subject, then you might as well find something else. But one thing that I've found is that when it comes to exam period, if I've got other goals that I'm working on, usually during exams, I'll, I'll be really, really relaxed about the other goals. Like, 
I let myself go. Let's say if it's about diet, if it comes to exam time, I'm like, I don't care. I'll eat as much chocolate as I want because, I mean, studies have shown this as well, like how academic stress impairs self-control. Like when you're stressed out, you can't make the best psychological, like you can't make the best decisions for yourself. And I don't know. I usually, it's like a balance of, I'll do something which I know is bad for me. And then I'll be like really strict on myself. Like, oh, why did you do that for? I know you've got to make up for it by like, you know, not having chocolate at all for a week. I don't know. I That adds more stress to the academic stress that you're already dealing with beforehand. And it, it just acts like a cycle. One of your goals goes down, then the other goes down, then the other goes down. And it's just, it becomes a mess real quick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess a remedy for that is yeah, just prioritize you know, your your main goals, I guess. Think about, for, for me, I've been thinking about, okay, if uh, if a month from now, I think, if I'm still thinking, oh, I wish I, I, I would have uh, done more of this last month, then let's just do it today, essentially. Um, even if it's, um, it will cut into some, some of your study time, because cause you, you might find that by doing the, the stuff that you prioritize the most, it gives you more motivation and energy to go on to do, uh, you know, your other tasks. So in this case, uh, revising for exams, because, um, and, and in a way, when you have more stuff to balance, um, you end up doing more. Well, that's, exa- that's what, um, I guess Parkinson's law <coughs> states anyway, if you have a lot more work to do in shorter time, you're going to push yourself to, to get it all done. Whereas if you have the whole day to, uh, to revise for an exam or something, you might not actually use that, <laughs> that whole day. So, uh, at least, at least I know that's the case for me. Um, and it gets boring as well. I'm revising for what, eight hours straight. I don't, I personally, I don't think it's possible. Um, so yeah, you, you should divide your day up if you're not. How long do you, how long can you study for before you just switch off? Up to three hours, but that was when I was waking up at 5.30 when I was doing that entrepreneurship stuff. And I think anything after 2 p.m., yeah, that's still early. Like 2 p.m. is not even late, right? But I think intensive things like that, um, where you really need your mind to be, be as in the zone and um, full of energy, then, um, yeah, it's best to get it out early. And then even then, I think, I think in... Um, in studies or at least in, in books like uh deep work they say most people the average person can only do uh deep work consistently for three to four hours maximum per day and everything else outside of that is uh shallow work where you are you know obviously it's you spend a lot of time on it but you don't actually learn a lot or you're not actually completing a lot of work um so yeah just keep that in mind and yeah split your time wisely Uh, I don't know. For me, for me, probably, um, if I make sure I uh, block the time out or like cut it up, I use the Pomodoro technique. You guys probably heard of that, um, especially during exam season or uh, an assignment deadline. Um, I'll probably use that, um, and I can go for yeah three or four hours usually before I get bored. Like, I I need to get up and, like, just go do something else for an hour or two. Um, And, in fact, the Pomodoro Technique um, encourages, after, I think, four four working sessions, you take a long break 
as opposed to the short five minute, ten minute breaks. Um, yeah, so yeah, probably three to four hours, and so it kind of goes in line with what you're saying, Peter. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say I'm pretty much the same as well. I, I was thinking when you said three to four hours, I was like, there's no way you can sit and do work for three to four hours. I'm like, I'm like right. forty-five <laughs> minutes. Like after forty-five minutes, I'm like, nah, okay. I need to do something else. I need to think about something else. Like my brain just can't handle it. So usually after like four or five minutes, I'll do like the Pomodoro technique, like you mentioned, and then like after 50 minutes, take like a 10 minute break or something and then get back to it. 50 minutes, 10 minute break. Yeah, that, that works well for me. But like, I usually can't sit there for long periods of time. Never mind sitting there for long periods of time with very little sleep, not feeling hydrated, not seeing any of your friends and stuff like that. Like that's, that's torture to me. Like, I, I just wouldn't be able to focus. I wouldn't be able to retain any information. So, like, yeah, man. Exam period is rough when you've got a lot of work to get through. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a test of your uh, your energy and your mental capacity for sure. But, yeah, something I guess we, we all relate to is, uh, yeah, trying to protect our energy. And I think that's, that's it's the most important resource to get your work done, whether it's exams or anything else so you know I was going to say as well as a final kind of topic oh sorry if I was cutting out there did I cut anyone off? no you froze for a second but you're back now okay Um, so as like a final topic what do you guys think about the culture in which you study so like there might be like hustle culture there might be like high comparison culture um how important do you think culture is if um if we're talking about things like comparison um i think that not all comparison is bad i think there is positive comparison um let's say i can look at model students and um think wow they've they've got such good grades but I, i like in most of these people, it's not like they're just naturally talented. Some of them are very intelligent, of course, but again, they put in the hours, they uh, schedule their time accordingly, and that's something that I think you should take. Uh, you, should, you should you should try and take inspiration from. Um, but on the flip side as well, I guess, uh, or something that a bit unrelated, I guess, when you're seeing people on LinkedIn um, getting all these cool jobs or whatever, and thinking, why is that not me? Um, yeah, try try not let get to you because if you know that the the system that you're working in is is good, um, that's all that matters, and the results will come eventually. But again, like it's 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 good to at least think of those people in terms of okay, what have they done that essentially I haven't done, which has uh, led them to to those good results, rather than thinking just thinking, oh, you know, I'll never be that good, um, because. To me, it's definitely possible, and, and and a lot of these people that you might look at as well above yourself are simply just normal people who have uh, worked out a system that's worked really well for them. Um, it might not have been easy, but of course, it's been worth it. Um, and yeah, and then in terms of things like uh, I guess like you talked, about, you talked about hustle culture or something. I think um, the uh, the constant need to grind and grind. It's a uh, it's. It's okay. I think we definitely need purpose behind what we do. Otherwise, um, I think if you relax too much, 
um, you might be happy, but you, you're not necessarily doing uh, important work, which uh, you might end up regretting later, you know. But of course, um, it shouldn't come at the expense of, <coughs> sorry, it shouldn't come at the expense of your energy. So again, at least sleep properly. I say sleep is probably the most underrated factor um, in getting your work properly. <coughs> getting your work properly done. Um, uh, yeah, I say this right now whilst I'm trying to fix my sleep schedule, but, but I've seen how it affects me. Um, and I've seen what I've been like at, the, at my peak when, um, when, my, when my sleep's been very good. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's generally a game changer. So that's like a one takeaway from this is so, you know, get your sleep right. Cause yeah, you'll be a, you'll be a whole new person. Those are the fundamentals, aren't they really? Like if you, there's a reason why we need to sleep, why we get tired, why when we have a bad night's sleep, we feel we get like brain fog and you feel like you can't concentrate. Uh, I've, I actually realized um, the degree at which your concentration like falls or focus your ability to focus falls when you've had a bad night's sleep um and uh yeah i've been at a time as well where i've really been on top of my sleep schedule waking up at um really good times and feeling refreshed because you can't beat that feeling of waking up uh feeling refreshed ready to tackle the day and then i've also been in times where my sleep schedule's all messed up and i'm probably in a similar position to you <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm trying to fix it still. <laughs> um, I still get like you know they say get the hours, but it's also about the the uh, the time of the night you sleep as well, right? I think with quality, yeah. Um, this early you sleep, um, if it's dark, it's it's good. You don't want to be sleeping when it's light because it um, there's obviously hormonal changes that affect how well your quality is. Um, yeah, so I I can't agree more with that. Uh, focus on the fundamentals and and then focus on the the nuanced bits of um successful practices you can take from people uh think a bit of healthy competition is good yeah, I've, I've i have healthy competition with my friends um with regards to uh studying practices how much time we spend studying how many how much time we spend on extracurricular stuff and you can learn a lot from other people and take the positives away and yeah don't compare your successes necessarily just compare your work ethic um and yeah the hustle culture if i could give my opinion on that i think it's a bit i think it's a bit oversold sometimes especially because we live in an age uh we live in an age where um a lot of people are trying to sell you the hustle culture as the only way to be successful whereas when that's not true because success is in it is a personal thing. It's not making a lot of money or being famous or something. Um, I mean, it might be to someone, but yeah, it's it's, it's an individual thing. So uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't really buy into it into hustle culture. I, I kind of believe in more moderation and balance in all aspects of life, um, and in the things that make you happy, um, not the things that make you money. <laughs> yeah completely agree i completely agree it's like yeah it does get to the point where you can tell a lot of the hustle culture is trying to get people to get behind some products or some money and things like that and success is very very personal to the individual so 
whatever works for you works for you if if you find that hustle culture works for you and what you need every morning is someone shouting at you telling you to get up and like you need that motivation then i mean it works for you who can say it's wrong but at the yeah. same time like like you said moderation and i think a lot of studies show as well like moderation and understanding what works for you is a lot more effective in terms of your own personal success so yeah i couldn't agree more yeah i'd add one more thing onto that hustle culture thing is yeah if someone's trying to push something down your throat about this is the only way to be successful they're usually trying to sell you something right yeah yeah (laughs) someone's trying to convince you that you need to do something or you need to buy something (laughs) they're trying to sell you something so yeah just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah i think uh in general, everything we talked about today, like it hasn't been anything um, super out there. A lot of the stuff we said, we said it, it could be common sense, you know. But I think a lot of the times, just just these, these things that are common sense, we do neglect, um, and yeah, we do need to remind ourselves. You know, sometimes we just need to to remember the basic things, um, but actually commit to them rather than just having an interest in, in them. So, you know, there's a difference between, I guess, saying, oh, yeah, I need more sleep and then actually saying, uh, actually committing to the practice of it. So, yeah, setting out the schedule, setting out your schedule, um, putting in some downtime for you to wind down and then once you do some stretches or whatever to yeah sleep early. And then again, that applies to all your other practices as well. Um, yeah. Just, uh, just commit to yourself, I'd say. Alright guys, thank you very much for listening to our podcast episode on dealing with exam stress. Hopefully you've got some good tips that you can take away from this and all the best if you've got any exams coming up. Thanks for listening to the GTM podcast. You can catch more episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more where we try to build our lives one step at a time.